tortoise. Hello, I'm Tomini and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, in the 100 days since the war between Israel and Hamas began, at least 79 journalists have been killed. What do their deaths tell us about the conflict? That's after a short break. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. More than 23,000 Palestinians have been killed in Israeli strikes on Gaza since the Hamas attack on October 7th, which killed 1,200 people. Among them are journalists. It's thought that four Israeli, three Lebanese and 72 Palestinian journalists have been killed since the start of the war. Jody Ginsberg, the head of the Committee to Protect Journalists, told the BBC that the numbers killed in this war have been unprecedented. It's been the deadliest conflict for journalists that that the Committee to Protect Journalists has ever documented. And we've been doing this work for more than uh, three decades. More than 75 journalists have been killed since October the 7th. A week ago, two reporters were killed when an Israeli drone attacked their car. Their names were Mustafa Turaya and Hamza al-Dadu. The Israeli Defence Forces claimed that it had bombed the car because it contained, quote, terrorists. Later, the IDF said, its forces had attacked it because its occupants had been flying a drone which was considered a threat to Israeli troops. Hamza al-Dadu worked as a journalist and camera operator for Al Jazeera, and Mustafa Turaya was a freelance videographer for the AFP news agency. They used cameras and drones to document what was going on in Gaza. Israel denies deliberately targeting journalists. For the family of Hamza al-Dadu, this is the second tragedy to have struck since the war between Israel and Hamas began. Hamza al-Dadu was the son of Wayal Dadu, Al Jazeera's bureau chief in Gaza. In October, an Israeli airstrike hit the refugee camp where the al-Dadu family had fled to escape the bombardment of Gaza City. Wayal al-Dadu had stayed behind to report on Israel's airstrikes. He heard the news about the bombing while he was reporting live on air. <laughs> Wael al-Dadu's wife, son, daughter and grandchild were all killed. In the aftermath, he allowed cameras to follow him as he tried to rescue his relatives from the rubble and as he went to see their bodies at the hospital. In part of the footage, Wael al-Dadu can be heard sobbing in anguish over the body of one of his dead children. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
For millions of people watching around the world, those images brought home the grief and terror facing families in Gaza every day. Al Jazeera claimed that the airstrike that killed Wael al-Dadu's family was targeted. And the subsequent death of Wael's son Hamza has again led to calls for an investigation into the possible targeting of journalists. Sustained airstrikes, drone attacks and shelling make life dangerous for everyone in Gaza, including journalists. Some have died in their homes or in refugee camps with their families. Others have died reporting from the front lines of the conflict, killed whilst doing their jobs. Jody Ginsberg explained that the indiscriminate bombing of hospitals, civilian homes and refugee camps has made it impossible for journalists to work safely. It's extremely difficult to manage the risks. We need journalists and it's really only Gazan journalists who are able to document this war. And so they're travelling to places like hospitals, uh, like uh, uh, refugee camps to report on the effects of the war. But those places themselves are also under attack. So, So there's nowhere really safe for journalists to operate. Organisations like the Committee to Protect Journalists want independent investigations into all of these deaths to find out what happened and why. Mark Regev, an advisor to Israel's Prime Minister, told the BBC that the IDF does not aim to kill journalists. Israel does not deliberately target journalists. You know this. We are the only country in the Middle East that actually does have a free press. To say that Israel deliberately targets the press is is ridiculous. We're the only country that actually enshrines a free press. But the circumstances in which some journalists have died has raised questions from international human rights organisations about whether members of the media are being targeted. We'll have more after the break. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Reuters video journalist Issam Abdallah was killed on Friday, October 13th when a shell hit him while he was filming cross-border fire between Israel and Lebanon. In December, Issam Abdallah was killed by an Israeli tank shell. When he died, he was wearing a blue vest and helmet that marked him out as a member of the press. He was clearly identifiable as a journalist. In a video statement, the editor-in-chief of Reuters, Alessandra Galoni, called for an investigation and accountability from Israel and paid tribute to her colleague. Issam was an experienced, talented and passionate journalist who was much loved by his colleagues here at Reuters. He was just doing his job when he was killed. Human Rights Watch, Reporters Without Borders and the AFP News Agency have all examined the evidence from the attack that killed Issam Abdullah. Their reports suggest that it was deliberate. Like the attack on Issam Abdullah, it will take an investigation to work out exactly what happened to Hamza al-Dadu and Mustafa Turaya. Journalists may not be deliberate targets of Israel's bombing campaign against Gaza. But while that bombing continues, 
the deaths of all civilians, including journalists, will continue to rise. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written and mixed by Ella Hill. Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.